And we are back with Conversations of the Hot. Yes. That's a Boston way of saying it. <laughs> so, mm, going back to what, <clears throat> excuse me, talking about with relationships and, um, you know, just the assumptions you can make in your heart, mm-hmm. journeying through your heart. Um, man, that was a lot to, it was, it was a lot to think about, a lot to process. I want to just share a personal story before yeah. we continue going forward. Yeah, please do. Um, you know, just sometimes people can put such um, negativity that can cut you with, with sarcasm. And and um, <clears throat> you can be in that relationship for so long, whether it's an employee, you know, a coworker, um, a friend or something like that. But you can, you can be in that place so long that you start assuming everyone is out to get you or treat you like that person. Yes. And that can really damage future relationships. That yes. happened to me. Um, and it's something that I actually came to terms with and realized. I think God helped me understand that um, that, that was going on. Mm. And then once that happens, um, you just got to give it a chance, you know, giving these other people a chance, relationships, um, to get past that. And then... There still will be the triggers like you talked about, you know? Yeah. But that's when I think you recognize, you know, you got to look through a different lens, you know, and ask for help, yeah. you know, to do that. So I really hit home when you were talking about that, and I enjoyed that. So just wanted to mention that before yeah. we continue down this No, I'm glad you this did. This road. Yeah, I really yeah. appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing that. I yeah. Because that's, that's exactly what we're talking about, you know, this whole deep blue yeah, you know I mean, a uh, uh, dark blue, really, really. Uh, it's just dark blue ocean that we have deep, in our hearts. Deep dark blue. Deep dark blue. You know what I mean? I feel like that should be like a cologne or something. Like, Let me get that deep dark blue. That deep dark blue. Yeah, smell good on you. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> smell good. Let me get that. But in all in all, <laughs> in all seriousness, just the uh, that that storyline is just so is so relational to what we were just saying about you know down under, you you absorb those moments. And just to think that, like, some people, like, I, I saw a gentleman uh, recently this week, and I, I think we're actually going to connect sometime soon here. Uh, it's basically just talking about the the absorption of, like, life, you know, around us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? When you're a kid, kids don't always remember exactly every memory, you know what I mean? They don't remember everything that was said, but they sure as heck remember what they felt. You know what I mean? Like, they feel... They feel the, those moments of reactions and responses from mom and dad. And that's why it's so critical to be mindful of how you're reacting and responding. Uh, response was number two of our series. Number one, believe. Number two, how you respond. Three, where'd your time go? So the way our parents responded to us directly, how they responded you know, uh, to other different people and other different things around us, depending on how they responded, it's actually fostering something in the kid because the kid is absorbing it. They're paying attention. So the kid's watching mom and dad. And if mom and dad reacts in a way of you know rage or anger or frustration, or if they are acting and responding in a way of like, these people are just this and these people don't know any better. And so the kids are hearing these things and the kid is without the parent ever knowing. The kid is absorbing it. And they're saying, I don't want to become that which mom and dad don't like. I don't want to become that which they're talking about in, in, in a negative way. So kids absorb just that alone. 
So you say, well, what is the big deal then? You know, are these kids going to grow up and be judgmental pricks? Could be. But what I'm talking about is specifically fear. Because now the kid's afraid of making mistakes. Because if I make a mistake, then I'm going to be deemed as being those people. I'm going to be deemed as being irresponsible and immature. I'm going to be deemed as someone that is incapable and incompetent. Now, that is not a blame on the parents, but it's just a, a observation of how this thing happens, how things get harbored deep down in us. And just because you say I'm good doesn't mean you are mm. because we don't know what's deep down in, 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 the, in the ocean of our hearts. It's kind of like when the, when the ship sunk. It went all the way to the bottom. You have no idea yeah. what was on the ship. You have no idea what's what's growing in that ship now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we just kind of let that thing sit for so long. So I can I can honestly tell you without a, a shadow of a doubt, there was a lot of people in my life. Absolutely. They would have been gone. That bridge would have been totally just erupted if I would have re reacted and responded hastily, impatiently from that place deep in my heart that I didn't know. And I'm like, I don't even really know this situation. Why am I feeling this way? So when I started asking questions, not only did it liberate me from what I was <clears throat> believing or assuming that wasn't true, it gave me a friend. Yeah. It gave me a relationship. Because I could have at any point just been like, you know what? Bump this. I don't have time for this. Because we hear that all the time, right? I don't have time for this. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't have time. I don't have time to deal with this person. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but you would want somebody to have time for you. Right. Like you would want someone to be able to be strong enough to endure your mistakes, to be strong enough to endure what's coming out of your heart. You would want that. Mm. You're right. I mean, that's what that's what people are craving for. Right. They really want unconditional love. They're like, I want you to love me in any condition you find me. Because I need that. I'm not going to grow and change and transform without it. You know what I mean? But then when we turn to God, we're just like, no, I don't know. God hasn't given me things. <laughs> he hasn't done anything for me lately. And I'm like, you believe that? Why do you believe that? Well, because that means obvious. He hasn't. He isn't anywhere. So, okay. So wh where is that fostering from? You know, because if we go deep below the ocean, you know what we'll find? We'll find a heart that is trying to just live for itself. It's trying to protect itself. It's trying to serve itself first. That, that place of belief that that's where we're okay to live from, that place will always be cold towards God. Always. But until we realize that God is what we need, that God is the one that actually guides those desires, that God actually meets those longings, when we can give him a chance and start moving in that direction of learning about him, belief will start to happen because now we're no longer ignorant about who God really is. Now we're no longer ignorant of God's ways. Because here's the here's the kicker. People think when they make mistakes, now all of a sudden I am that person. So when people make mistakes, they're like, I'm a damaged, jacked up person. You know, one, it's either God's fault, or two, surely God doesn't love me. Surely God's not caring about me because he hasn't done anything, because I'm still in the same mess. Maybe it's because of what you're believing deep down in your heart is the reason that you're in the same mess. Mm. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because we look, we are just looking up above. We're just looking around. We're not looking inward. And God's saying, I would actually like to remove that boulder that's in your way. 
the one that you think I put there, that mountain, the one that you heard people say, yeah, God's not real, he's not there. So there's no one there then, right, to move the mountain. It's just you. Um, you know, these are narratives and things that we believe, but then you have a God who I believe, this is Brad Cole speaking here, that I believe is saying, if you would let me walk you into your heart, I will show you what you're believing about this mountain. I will show you the fear that is crippling you and keeping you from going up the mountain because that mountain's not more powerful than you. If you would allow me to come into your heart, I can actually take out that lie. I can actually take out these things you're believing and actually show you what's true. And you can literally go right up over that mountain. But you're not going to go over that yeah. mountain without me. Mm. You're not going to get over that mountain. You may you may get to a place where you feel good and you think you're on the mountaintop. But if you let those clouds roll back in a way, you're nowhere near. You understand? So like this is this is a perspective thing. If we're trying to be above the ocean, we're going to have a completely different perspective of what's really going on deep down in the, below the surface of the ocean. And listening to other people talk, conversation, you know, just kind of listening to how conversations unfold, it's clear to me that a lot of the solution, first off, the, they're ignorant to the problem, but the solution is always circumstantial, you know, mm -hmm. like... Um, well, you got to do this to get that, or you got to stop doing this to get that, you know? So it always, you know, it just seems to me that it's it's very powerful out there how our our instincts are to not look inward, you know, but yes. to look just to what we see. Yes. Um, so just an awareness of of where to go, you know, go digging deeper into into the heart into why we think and why we believe what we believe mm -hmm. it's definitely something that we're trying to help these listeners do you know yes you know it's it's yes. it's something that takes a lot it's a skill too mm -hmm. to to um to recognize things it is it, it takes practice it takes community you know reading mm -hmm. praying um but it's definitely something um the awareness needs to be raised you know right um and that's what's so cool about about Brad's um, Instagram page. If you if you check that out as well, um, it, it digs deeper into that. I just wanted to mention that yeah, real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I um, I totally feel that like just from what you're, <laughs> just what you were just saying, kind of triggered. Uh, you know, we we I hear people all the time. If you listen to people's hearts, we don't listen very well. I'll be honest. Okay. As a as a we'll, we'll talk about America because we're in America. Uh, generally speaking, I don't I don't think people listen very well. And Do what? To, to each to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? Say what? But to to each other, like I don't think they really listen well to each other. I'm guilty. I, I have moments where I'm not my head's busy, and so I'm not hearing. But it's not like I'm choosing not to listen. But I have a busy I have a busy brain. <laughs> but as far as like generally speaking, listening. Um, here's the cool thing about God: when you have a relationship that's growing with Him. He helps you to have this thing called discernment. That discernment is when literally it feels like your heart and mind is in slow motion and you're hearing somebody talk, but God is directing your focus to their heart. 
So when someone's talking, let's say if you ever worked in customer service or if you ever worked in sales, Ooh. when that person gets on the phone with you and they're like, well, the thing is, is that they were supposed to be here, whatever, whatever, and then they charged me this. And I'm like, you know, I don't have money for that right now because, you know, this is going on. You know, my dad is in the hospital. My kids, you know, they're trying to go off to college. You know, and, they, and so what are they doing? What are they really saying? You know what I mean? When you're listening to some of these people, they're giving you their story. They're creating a narrative or they're just giving you their honest narrative. doesn't matter. Either or. If you listen closely, they're just saying, I have a lot going on. I don't know how to honestly pay this. And to be honest, I don't have it and I can't. And so because I know that, I'm literally just expressing at this point. I, I need help in this point. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's called diarrhea of the mouth. It, it, it's diarrhea of the mouth and it's diarrhea of the heart. You know oh, what I'm saying? It's just yeah. it's just running. Oh. And it can be like a 20-minute phone call that, you know what I mean, that can just keep rolling, rolling, rolling. And so for myself, when I was in those situations, I'd be like, you know what? I said, you know what? Why don't, why don't you take, take a breather? Take a breather for a second. I was like, you got a lot going on, huh? Now, I didn't try to push a sale. I didn't try to, like, no, no, hold, let's just nip this really quick. I was like, you have a lot going on. He's like, yeah, I, I, I do. I do. I, it's just so hard. I say, I hate that for you. I really hate that that's going on. I hate that you have so many things going on that you feel like you don't have an answer for and things are out of control, blah, 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 blah. I was like, but in this particular situation, these are the parameters of what's going on. And here's actually my power of what I can actually do. Now, you know, usually in some, in some of my jobs, I would be like, I want to work with you and for you, mm -hmm. but I want to need you to have to like kind of pull, pull yourself together a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I said, because you're going to be okay. As if you don't have the money right now, you know what I'm saying? I get it. But that just means you're going to have to wait. And I was like, are you a praying person? Because if you are, I said, you can ask the Lord to give you strength to endure this time. Because here's the kicker. I don't know what you did or anybody else did to cause your situation. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is that, as I mentioned this before, when the stone hits the water, it creates ripple effects. And most people think, they believe that, okay, if I got saved, or if I'm saying I'm believing and trusting in God right now, okay, why is it that I'm still struggling and things are still hard? You know what I mean? I'm, you start hearing these things inside of you that says, well, I must be doing something wrong, or God doesn't see me or hear me, or, you know, maybe it's because of my sin, or, you know, this, you know, I need, because some people say that you just, you just need to stop sinning and then things will just get better. You know what I mean? There's all kinds of false, crappy narratives out there. So let me give it to you straight. When you come to know Christ, when you put your faith and life in him, when you want to trust him with your life and to guide your life and so forth, when that rock hits the water, it causes ripple effects. And as you are moving along in the waters and you're moving forward, you're going to eventually arrive at some of those ripple effects. Those ripple effects can be choppy and they can be almost like somewhat of the same feels of what you went through when the mistakes or the bad choices or whatever happened to you happened. And you start thinking that I must be in the same place. Nothing's really changed. Like, no, you're just entering through the ripple effects. You know what I'm saying? God is with you. God is for you. God is going to guide you and give you what is needed to go through those ripple effects. I don't necessarily, I can say here and say, God's going to take away your ripple effects. Because he didn't mind. But he gave me what I needed to mm -hmm. go through those choppy waters. Very true.
So this, this is about belief here, right? So yeah. that we're talking about you could believe this narrative if you want to, that's coming from your heart, but your heart is just trying to protect itself. It's trying to tell you God abandoned you, God left you, God's not real, God doesn't care, God's not around. And I'm telling you that if you keep searching in that de depth of, in, of inside of you, there is his spirit in you crying out and says, I'm right here. I've never left. I've been here in the dark waiting on you. But you didn't come down in here and find me. Instead, you stayed above the surface and complained and looked at things around you and put blame on everyone else. And I'm telling you, it's like if you just get with me and let me take you down into this ocean, I will show you where what's what's feeding into what you're believing. And that is keeping you from realizing you are free because we live in bondage every day because of what we're believing. We, we really are. We, we literally keep believing it because it's a day-to-day -day thing. I have to remind myself every day I'm free. I honestly do because there's moments when I feel so captive. I feel so stuck in my emotions and my thoughts, and I'm like, what am I doing? And that's where a part of that I quit movement came from for me this year where I said I, I, am, I quit believing this narrative that I hear inside of me. I need to get up and get out of bed. I, I got a big day ahead today. You know what I'm saying? God's got something for me today that we're going to do together. So as long as my life is at a closer proximity with him and what is true, I literally feel like I can get through any choppy waters because I have. Mm. I would not be here today if I kept believing the BS that I was hearing inside of me, not from my mom, not from my dad, not from my friends, not from Obama, not from Trump, not from his Twitter account, not, you know, literally just from the voice that was coming from inside of myself. You know what I mean? And people try to do everything they can to just shut it down because they feel like I can't control this voice. So I'm just gonna drown it out with alcohol. I'm just gonna pump myself up for whatever because my heart is actually saying, I'm hurting so bad, I'm so confused, I'm so lost, I don't really know what's going on, so let me go into this dark of myself and find a way to cope where nobody knows. Mm down in this dark space so it's the darkness of our of our heart the bible kind of it's almost like it's opaque i think is the right word to use um it's just the bible says our heart is deceitful above all things wicked you know what i'm saying it's not talking about satan it's not talking about just the evil lurking outside of us it's saying in our own hearts the uh, in, uh, you know our heart it can actually trick you into believing that something is good or something is good for you something is good to do. So when people are distraught, they actually have this thought, you know, why don't you just go ahead and grab fill in the blank mm -hmm. to cope because it's going to help. It, it'll just help for right now. You won't get addicted. It won't be a hang up. You know, you're, and then you start using it a few times. Well, it's not so bad. It does help. And then you say to yourself, what? Well, I mean, it's been four months now, but I'm not addicted. You know what I mean? I'm not. That's not a thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's something that your heart can be just telling you over and over again. You're good. You're fine. You're okay. How many times do we hear people speak up when you're, when you're asking them something? Like, how are you? How are things? Well, I'm good. You know, I'm good. I'm good. Because it's a quick answer. You know what I'm saying? We, we, it's the answer that we want to believe. And it's honestly the answer we want everyone else around us to believe. I want you to believe I'm good because if I'm not, I'm not going to make it to fill in the blank. If I come to work and I don't show you that I'm good, then you're going to think low of me and then you're going to wonder if I'm competent for the job. Like there's all these things that we believe inside. And so here's the kicker. We would rather throw ourselves away 
than to face the honesty of what's true in our hearts. We would rather just go ahead and spend ourselves, ruin ourselves for a lie instead of just face it head on because we feel like it's too hard. It's a lie. I mean, it's, it's hard, but it's not too hard, especially if you let people know and especially if you give it to God and trust him that he's got you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times people kind of uh, say, you know, hold on. I'm saying let go. You know what I'm saying? Your emotions and your thought, if, if it's, like, it's like a rope wrapped around your wrist and you're holding on to it and you're trying to hang in there even though you're feeling all these things, I'm just saying let go of the rope. And when you let go of the rope, make sure you got your phone number out and your, your phone out and you're calling someone or, or most importantly, you let God know. Because mm -hmm. here's the reason why I can let go. I know who's got me. I know without a shadow of a doubt who has me. And so even when I'm busy, I had a few times this week I was busy and I was in over my head on some things and I literally had to force myself to sit down. I said, sit down. I can't think clearly. I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of like rolling too fast. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I got it, I got it, I got it. I was like, no, sit down. So I literally had to sit myself down, force myself down because I believed that was uh, the best thing for me and I needed to do it. I had to force myself to do it. It was easy to just keep going. So I was like, I gotta make the challenging hard choices. Mm. I gotta stop myself. Because if I don't stop myself, I know for a fact that I'm hoping somebody else will or something in my schedule will show up or I'm hoping that God will stop me. And this is where I kinda wanna leave off with this podcast. People think if, I, if God loves me, why won't he just step in and stop this? Why won't he just step in and stop me from doing this to myself? You know what I mean? Because we're believing that maybe that will work out. We're believing that maybe that if I just do more worse or wrong or if I just keep going, somebody will just find out. But then in your heart, your heart's telling you, don't let nobody know. So how's it going to work? That's chaos. That's, that's, that's almost like craziness, right? Because you're, you're communing with yourself. You, you know you want somebody to know. You know you want God to help you. And you're just thinking maybe he's just going to magically show up somewhere. And I'm not saying God doesn't show up and intervene. I'm not saying those things. I'm just talking about what people are hearing in their hearts, you know. And I just want to kind of set that straight that God is very much on the edge of his seat waiting on us to just say, I'm done. I'm done believing this. I'm done with my life looking like this. I must be believing certain things that are causing my life to look like this. And God, and to feel like this, God, I need you. Can you help me sort out what's going on below the surface? Can you help me understand what's influencing deep down in there? It's like little puppets, uh, puppeteers are in your heart and they're pulling on your heartstrings, if you will, and they're sending up messages to your thoughts and your thoughts are trying to process what's going on inside of you. And so all of that's going on and God's like, I wanna be a part of that. Let me help heal areas of your heart that are causing you to lose more relationships and more opportunities in life. So what I'm saying is your heart is actually has the potential to rob you of your life. Because at the end of the day, when most people do take their life, there's usually no one around. Because that's just how they felt from the beginning. In, inside of their heart, their heart gave them the idea, you're all alone in this. It's just us. We got to do this together. If you, ever, if you haven't seen Venom yet, go see it. It's a good movie. I do got to go see it. Um, man, that was a lot to think about in the second half of the segment, Believe what we're believing. Um, going forward, 
um, tell our listeners, I guess, if you've had any thoughts, if not, that's okay, about what, what we're going to kind of be going uh, through next time. Um, just kind of transitioning because yeah. I know we're kind of mm-hmm. on the series. Mm-hmm. So what, what are we going to be talking about so, to come? So the one thing that will happen is that each of these work together. What you believe, how you respond, where your time's going. So there's going to always be a little bit of a carryover. Mm-hmm. So some people are going to hear that. But for the next one, we're definitely going to dive in a little more into response, okay. how we are responding. But as again, as we mentioned before, you know how we respond is based upon what we're believing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So we're still going to be touching on uh, a little bit of believing moving into the next one, but we're going to try to move a lot deeper into how we're responding based off of what we're believing. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Me this too. This was a, yeah, great, great episode today. Um, send us emails, myconversationsoftheheart yes. at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. It's at the Brad Cole. Yes. And, um, yeah, just give us some feedback. We're hopefully going to be working in some kind of live Q&A on Instagram or something in the future. Um, but as always, it's been a pleasure. And you want to close us out? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, Father God, thank you so much. Uh, man, you, you've just been so awesome at giving us this opportunity to connect with our listeners and to impart with them that very... Uh, knowledge that you have created in us through going through so much (laughs) but you've gone through it we've gone through it with you and you've guided us and you've given us endurance you've given us strength but most importantly as well lord you gave us eyes and ears to hear you and what's true you helped us to identify the lie and god i want that for my listeners i want you to encourage them to put their faith and trust in you. I want them to reach out to us and connect to us, Lord, because I want them to be able to identify the lie, to identify the narrative about themselves, their family, the people around them, that is not so much just not true, but it's damaging. It's literally just stealing and killing and destroying their lives from the inside out. God, I I want them, even my brothers and sisters that are, are believers, I want them to know they're free. You are free. No, no, I got this going on and I'm in debt and I don't have a job. And, you know, my wife is this and my husband, he's not doing this. And I just feel like everything's just wrong, 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 and wrong. But you're free because your heart's going to tell you that you're just stuck and you're in bondage and there's no way out. But you know the way out. Your father, God, loves you so much and he's so present in your situation. He wants to show you the way through. And he wants to give you the strength and peace to do it. Because that's how good he is. He has not forgotten you, any one of you that are listening. And he is desiring to come into your heart to help guide you through your heart. To give you that confidence and that freedom that you want from the very things that are going on on the inside and all around you. He loves you that much. And he's ready when you're ready. So Lord, I ask that you would just Open our eyes and our ears and and our hearts to give you another chance. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for this podcast. In your precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We will be back soon.